Welcome to A Wild New Work, a podcast about how to take wise, soul-centered action in your work life and in your organization, all based on the wisdom of nature. I'm Megan Leatherman, a career coach, mother, and amateur ecologist living in the Pacific Northwest, and I'm your host today. Hi, friends. Uh, It's lovely to be with you as always. Here we are in late autumn, nearing the end of the autumn season. Um, We are at this recording uh, coming up on the precipice of a new year and focusing on new visions for the year ahead, 2021. Um, And I find that this is a, a really dreamy, lovely place, and I find that I'm having a lot of conversations with people who are not sure it's okay to make a change right now, Um, especially if we're not sure what would come next. You know, if we leave a thing and we're not sure (laughs) where that's headed or where we're going after that, it can feel um, like we can't give ourselves permission to do that. So I'm excited to offer you some alternative ways of thinking about this and about um, working with the archetypes and invitations of the autumn winter seasons um, to move forward in a good way that feels integrated to you. Um, This is also really top of mind because I have two resources that are related to this. Um, The first one is a free webinar that I'm offering this Wednesday, December 16th, called Should I Stay or Should I Go?, which will be um, an exploration of a couple of concrete tools to help you make a decision about leaving or staying that is really clear and purposeful and simple. Um, And so there's a link in the show notes for you to register for that. And there will be a recording sent out if you're getting this notice a little late and can't make it live. Um, But I encourage you to check that out if you're thinking about leaving a job and want to do some deeper looking at that. The other one is um, a workshop I'm offering on January 10th called Sovereign, which is for people who know that they want to leave their jobs in the next year and want to make a thoughtful exit plan that takes into account, you know, financial realities, your mental state, um, the support network around you and who are ready to really draw out a plan and commit to making a change. So um, two things that I think may feel supportive to you. So with that, I'm going to lead us through our opening invocation. So wherever you are, you can get heavy in your seat or in your body. If you're, you know, cooking dinner or driving, just take a moment to notice your posture, be a little bit more mindful of how you're inhabiting your body. And let's take a deep breath together. May each of us be blessed and emboldened to do the work we're meant to do on this planet. May our work honor our ancestors, known and unknown, and may it be in harmony with all creatures we share this earth with. I express gratitude for all of the technologies and gifts that have made this possible, and I'm grateful to the Cowlitz and Clackamas tribes, among many others, who are the original stewards of the land that I'm on. All right, I want to say a few things about the time of year and the season that we are in right now. So we are in the midst of a transition from the sun being in the sign of Sagittarius to the sign of Capricorn. That happens on December 21st, which is quite an auspicious day. Um, It is also the winter solstice. So it is the darkest day of the year. Um, After this day, you know, the light begins to return and the days will get longer and longer until the summer solstice in June. So it is the beginning of a new season. It is certainly a shift. You know, it's not like the days will just instantly be 
bright until 9 p.m., but um, I think you'll notice that you'll notice the change. Um, not only is it a special just mark marking of a new season, um, it is also a really important astrological event called the Great Conjun- Conjunction. I'm not an astrologer, but I study it on my own time and have found a lot of value in learning about what's going on in the world around us, which of course includes the planets that orbit that we orbit with. Um, and so on December 21st, there is a phenomenon where two planets, Jupiter and Saturn, will be conjunct or you know next to each other or on top of each other in in the sky from our view in a new sign of Aquarius, which will be ending a 200-year period that you know kind of encompassed the Earth element, the industrial age. It's really the beginning of a new era. Um, which feels really exciting and like the perfect end, you know, to this 2020 year, which has been so, you know, different and challenging and I think has really accelerated necessary change. So um, you might want to look up the great conjunction or just notice how you feel and if you notice anything around December 21st. Um, in terms of the move from Sagittarius to Capricorn, you know, we're talking about the move from the fire element to the earth element. So in Sagittarius season, we've been talking a lot about visions, you know, both here on the podcast, but also in Cedar Lodge, um, and how we are, you know, what we want to dream into next year and how to be optimistic and hopeful and how to create visions that honor what it is that we actually want, not only what we think we can have or what's possible, and really letting that fire get big and warm us and um, draw us into some serious introspection about what it is that we want to create through our careers in the next year. And now here comes this earth element where we're invited to ask how are we going to make this vision real? You know, how are we going to bring it down onto the earth where we can see it and touch it and feel it and live it? Um, And so it's a really beautiful period of taking all of that fire that we're conjuring up as the sun is in the sign of Sagittarius and giving it shape and a place to burn um, in a way that's not going to burn us out or, you know, the fire won't extinguish after the first month, you know, by the end of January, hopefully we haven't given up on our visions. Um, and so it's an exciting time to create some structure and to tend to our soil and the way that we live so that the vision can come through, um, easily. I think it's also interesting that a lot of the symbolism for Sagittarius and Capricorn is very mythical. Um, So Sagittarius is often symbolized by the centaur, um, a creature that is half horse, half human. Um, And then Capricorn was originally symbolized by the sea goat, so a creature that was half fish and half goat. Um, And so we're talking about or in this period of kind of duality where I think the spiritual and the mundane really meet, right? We're thinking about how we want to live out our spiritual natures, um, be it our desires, our ambition, um, the things that we feel like are aligned with our life purpose, and then how do we actually live that day to day, right? Um, And the spiritual and the mundane, of course, are not separate or in conflict with one another. Um, The mundane, the way that we move through our day to day lives is ideally um, an expression of our spiritual natures. 
And then the last thing I'll say is just I'm very mindful of the fact that we're moving from the autumn season into winter, right? The sacred pause. And again, this doesn't mean that nothing is happening, but things are happening in new ways. Um, there is still activity, but it's it's going to look different. And that's a wonderful thing, right? It doesn't make sense that things would be productive and growing all of the time. A lot of nature is quieting down and not producing at this time. And I, I feel that in my own body and I bet you do too. I also really appreciate that we're transitioning into kind of the steadiness. So the autumn, you know, was a bridge from the summer into winter. So it is a very transitional period. And here we are kind of exhaling into the winter season. You know, we've arrived. We are going to be in this kind of more steady space for a couple of months until the next transition of spring. So I would encourage you to be mindful of exhaling this this month um, and giving yourself space and room to to have that exhale and to kind of release a little bit and soften um, into the rest and into the invitation of this season. So let's dive in to talk about this question. So is it okay to leave my job or make a change during a pandemic? Um, and like I said, I've been hearing this question a lot with clients that I work with, people I know personally who are unhappy with their careers. It's something I'm thinking a lot as I write the curriculum for Sovereign. And I'm really interested in what is underneath this question, which are other questions like, you know, is it okay if I don't know what's next? Is it okay to trust my own timing? You know, will I regret it if I walk away? Is it okay if I take a leap? Will I lose my home? Will I end up in dire circumstances? Will I get another job? Will I be able to feed my family? You know, and these are real. I it's It doesn't take long to go here, you know, when I'm working with someone. And these questions, these fears live in our bodies. You know, the brain can go to some scary places when we entertain change. And, you know, of course, these questions come up during any scenario. It's not just a pandemic, right? Is it okay to leave my job during a recession? Is it okay to leave my job if I'm going through a divorce, if I have young kids, etc.? Leaving familiar territory is always scary. And I don't want to, you know, be flippant about that. I know that the realities of economics are, are a reality. And oftentimes the brain can go to, you know, I'm going to lose my home when really what's true is that we're just entertaining the idea of leaving a job. <laughs> and um, we can so quickly go to kind of the scariest worst case scenario. So today I want to give you some new ways of thinking about this question that will hopefully feel more supportive than the very common sentiments, which seem to be like, of course, it's not okay to leave your job in a pandemic. You know, millions of people are looking for work. What makes you think you could find something else? How irresponsible, right? Like on and on and on, um, which is just, the, you know, the people who are saying that are just um, expressing the own, their own fears about what's available to them. Navigating career transitions is just hard. You know, our work gets wrapped up in our identities. It's related to our finances, our social networks, our sense of purpose. So deciding whether or not to leave a job is a big decision. I know that. I've been there and I've walked dozens of people through it. I know that it's a big deal. And it doesn't have to be a tumultuous decision or a very painful process. It can actually be quite simple if we will let it be. 
a lot of career coaches might tell you that the best time to leave your job, you know, is when the economy is doing well, unemployment is low. Um, But I actually believe that the best time to leave your job is when it's the best time for you. And it really is that simple. The best time to make a change is when it works for you and your life. Not when someone else gives you permission, not when everything is perfect because it never will be, not after you're totally burnt out or have suffered in the same place for years. The best time to leave is when it's right for you. And I'm going to share a couple of questions to help you determine if it is the right time for you to make a move. And the questions I want to share have nothing to do with what would come after leaving. And that's intentional. And it's because most people stay stuck in jobs that are wrong for them out of fear about what's next, which is not a good reason to stay somewhere that is, especially when it's draining you of your life force, you know, staying somewhere just because it's familiar or comfortable isn't going to get you very far or where I bet you would like to get to in your life. Um, And sometimes life gives us a very clear next step, like here, you know, here's a wonderful opportunity. Would you like to take it? But other times we're not sure what would come next. All we know is that where we are isn't working and that is okay. That's enough. You don't really need more information. I know the brain is going to want more because it's a risk to leave without anything lined up. Um, but stay with me for a minute and let's just sit with the knowing or the possibility that where you are just might not be working, period. And, and really like literally just staying there and like letting yourself have that. And if you need proof that it's okay to, you know, decide to leave without something else lined up, um, you know, join Cedar Lodge and check out the profiles I've done with the people who have decided to leave without a clear next step. Even without knowing what's next, you can still start to make your exit plan and free up the energy to find out. Um, you know, staying mired in indecision and fear isn't going to help you get into something better. And I know the worry feels productive. I, you know, have been there. I love to worry. It feels like I'm solving the problem, but actually it doesn't really, um, get me anywhere and it doesn't create momentum for what it is that I really want. So as I share these questions and as I, as you ask yourself these questions, I encourage you to notice the first feelings that you get in your body and the first response that comes to mind without censoring. And because these first initial responses that we get are often our best clues because they are the instinctual knowing that comes before our minds pile on the criticism or the fear. So I encourage you to, you know, remember these questions or jot them down and create some space where you can really reflect on them. So the first question I encourage you to ask if you are thinking about leaving your job is, do I want to leave? Do you want to? And you'll know the answer to this because you'll know it in your body. And if it feels confusing, ask yourself again and see if you can notice just the first response. Does it feel like a sense of relief if you imagine leaving? And if it does, if you do sense that relief or that openness, um, if it feels simple or true to you, um, hold on to that. And we don't have to overanalyze it or interrogate it, but just softly kind of hold that in your awareness. The second question is, am I willing to give myself what I want? So if I know that I want to leave, 
am I willing to even let myself have that knowing? (laughs) Am I willing to even entertain the idea of leaving? Permission is really the huge piece here. Are you willing to give yourself what you want or need? Um, A lot of us are not willing to do that because of years of socialization around what's what it's okay to have or claim or um, do, especially in the realm of work. And so, you know, this gets complicated because it goes back to our childhoods and the things that we learned about what it is to be good or a hard worker or responsible. Um, but really ask yourself as an adult now, you know, as your own best parent, are you willing to give yourself what you want and what you need? The third question is, is there anything that could make staying in this role a full body yes for me? So sometimes it is true that we don't need to leave a thing. We don't need to make a huge change. Sometimes it is true that we just need some tweaking. And that could mean, you know, that you need a raise, you need new responsibilities, you need a new manager or a new team. And I encourage you to entertain those possibilities, try them on, really imagine them, and again, notice how they feel in your body. Um, But be discerning here because part of you, like all of us, part of you is looking for excuses to stay where it's known and comfortable. So yeah, try these on with your, your body sort of as your guiding light. And if one of them feels good to you and you kind of imagine it for a while and you let it percolate and it it does feel like a sense of relief or steadiness or just truth to you, wonderful. You know, try and make it work and see if that kind of tweak is, is what you needed. But just recognize when you're trying to fit into something that is just not going to fit. The last question that I would encourage you to ask if you're mulling over making a change is, do I have or can I create the capacity for leaving? So can I access the emotional, financial, logistical support that I need? Can I make a plan for my exit and then follow through with it? You know, is now the right time for you in terms of like your spaciousness, your support, the energy that you have? Um, Again, you don't have to have everything lined up, but if you can give yourself permission to entertain the idea, you will open up energy for making the plan. The wonkiness or like the really confusing, tumultuous part is usually when we want to do something but will not allow ourselves to do it. It's that permission piece. So if you know that you want to leave your job, what you need to plan for is a new income source, probably, unless you have a partner or circumstances where you can take a break and take a rest. I encourage you to do that. If you're not in that position, then you don't necessarily need a new job. You need money. And those are two different things. You can earn money in other ways besides getting a paycheck from a job that is you know, very similar to what you're doing now. Um, and so I encourage you to think creatively here about your capacity for leaving. You know, what do you need in terms of emotional support? What do you really need in terms of financial support? What does your ideal off-ramp look like? Do you have sources of support um, outside of your job or money that you could tap into? And yeah, how can you access those sources? I know the realities of having families that depend on us. I know that it is bogus but true that healthcare in this country is tied to employment and I'm not advocating for you to be reckless but I bet you're not anyway if you are here 
um, trying to get insights or new perspectives on whether or not it's okay to make a change, that means that you're not being careless about it. What I'm advocating for you is, is that you make a conscious decision and give yourself permission to want what you want, to give yourself permission to extricate yourself from a situation that is just not working for you. So if you know that you want to leave, even though there's a pandemic, even though the economy is being kind of weird and probably will be for a while, I encourage you to really honor the fact that you want to leave. Honor that knowing. Don't stuff it down. Don't toss it aside. You know, it may not mean that you give your notice tomorrow, but you can absolutely start by building a plan you know, a plan that meets your emotional needs, your financial needs, your spiritual ones. And that's what we're going to do in Sovereign, this one-day workshop. You will leave with a plan to get out of your job within the next year, not out of desperation or thoughtlessness, but really from an intentional place that honors the fact that, that you're ready for something else. And, you know, no one can tell you when it's the right time to make a change. And I know that can feel really scary and lonely. No one can do this for you. But I also know that you are probably more resilient than you give yourself credit for. So own that. And remember that on the other side of the fear and the confusion that can come up is peace and clarity and resolve. And you deserve that. You have the right to enjoy your life. All living beings do. So let's enjoy our lives. Let's be in the environments that fit for us. Let's do the work with people who appreciate it and that it has resonance with. And let's continue to work on ensuring that other beings have what they need to enjoy their lives and to do meaningful work. Your own permission here, your own um, growth here and evolution, the vision that you're casting and the work you're going to do to realize it, to get into a place that is a better fit for you, is really going to serve you. So thank you for being with me today, and I'll talk to you soon.